0: Welcome to another episode of So Much for the Afterglow. I'm Kyle. I'm Jill. And yeah, we're here. We're going to recap and review episode two of the Netflix gl- uh, original series Glow. Uh, yeah, it's episode two. So there will be spoilers and stuff of uh, for the episode and kind of we'll try and not go ahead of episode two just for those that are watching along, but uh, so, Jill, first off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I am currently a stay-at-home mom. I, I have a job, but it's like an internet thing, and so I just get to stay at home and work, which is awesome. Um, I don't have any experience with any kind of wrestling at all i mean like i've seen a couple episodes in the background of like stuff that was on mtv a few years ago and that's the extent of my wrestling knowledge really the, it
0: was the mtv show
1: <laughs> it, yeah it was at work and some of the girls okay. working there had it on so it sucked me in i mean i was paying attention to that's, quite a bit of it but that's
0: <laughs> kind of really funny considering um as many people know the uh that show Basically, kind of helped finance the the shows, the wrestling shows at First Ave that I do.
1: Oh, okay, I um, did not know that. Because so yeah, because cool.
0: one of the one of the guys was on that show, and he took that money to start um, our local wrestling company, and now sells out First Ave twice a year. Wow, yeah, so, I
1: did not know that, but yep. yeah, I mean that grabbed my attention, but I just never. I mean, besides at work, when the girls would have it on, I wouldn't really pay attention elsewhere outside of that.
0: Yep. So, yeah, that was, that was one of the first questions that I had was like your experience with wrestling. And the other one, because the show is so, so very 80s, uh, what's your like favorite 80s movie?
1: Yeah, I think I want to say, OK, so it's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And my first tattoo was a quote from that. And I think that was in was that 86 or 89? I can't remember when that one. I, I think it was like right on the edge of the 80s. So I but think still, it But still the show <laughs> the show
0: itself is very very
1: 80s. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like, getting my daughter into that recently. I don't think she likes it, but I like watching it yeah. with her. So, I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's a weird like Oh, what is this thing going on on the screen for your daughter?
1: Yeah, poor thing. I'm I'm probably going to traumatize her. I grew up on Pee-wee. She could, she'll make it through. Yeah, she'll make it through it's like, it's not
0: the show itself was never like it, I mean it was it had some risque elements for a kids show, but yeah, it wasn't It really
1: did. Looking back at some of the stuff, I mean, there's I mean, I definitely missed it as a kid. Now I'm kind of like there is no way that they would get away with that. Yeah. Well, then again, maybe not. I mean, some of the shows kind of. Yeah.
0: Cur- currently, yeah, it's like you never know. Uh, yeah, that's but, true. Um, so And and the nice thing, as we've been kind of delaying these, these recordings, uh, you've actually gotten to watch the whole series now for GLOW. Yeah.
1: Being uh, a stay-at-home mom, I'm like bored all the time. But I can't actually do a whole lot of anything productive. So I watched this, I think, within a day or two, probably two days. So I kind of missed a lot, too, because I'd be busy doing other stuff and it was kind of background noise. Okay. But I rewatched this episode to make sure I was paying attention and I caught everything. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but what did you think of the series kind of overall? Just general thoughts about it?
1: Well, overall, I was a little disappointed, but only because where they end the series is kind of more of where I was hoping they would get to halfway through. And yeah, I was like I looking for more of that action of that last episode. I wanted more of that. And then it's like, Oh, we're over. Hopefully yeah. there's a season two. Yeah. I'm really
0: <laughs> hoping that there's a, a second season for the show or possibly even a third. Yeah. And, yeah. Cause, Cause glow itself, uh, ran for, Two years with the same like production staff, Uh, um, and yeah, we so we get, you know, kind of just the start of the show. So there's I I don't know anything, yeah, and I don't know
1: anything at all about any of the actual show or what went on. Like, I haven't seen the documentary, but that's on my list because I do want to watch that. Yeah,
0: I'm actually probably watching that later today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, it uh so like I I loved it but I think that's a lot of the the wrestling fan and and like just the little tiny things yeah. that they'll they'll do to kind of throw little references here and there.
1: Yeah, and I listened to your uh, first episode and I didn't realize how much of those like inside kind of jokes and things for fans. It's like I had no idea that that these little things meant anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this than I yeah. noticed. <laughs> no,
0: there there is. And, and, like, yeah, I don't say I'm an expert by any means of, like, the wrestling business. Like, I'm, at best, a ringside photographer. Like, I know a little bit, and I know the guys, but that's it. But, uh, so, yeah, let's uh get into the recap. Uh, um, the sh- episode starts out with, kind of everybody arriving to practice and Melrose shows up in a limousine because I really hate her after this episode.
1: Oh, good. Cause I can't stand her at all. Yeah. And I, it's nothing to do with the actress. Like I actually think whatever this character is, like she's nailing it because I just really do not like her character at all. She's
0: like, I wrote multiple times in my notes melrose is the worst
1: yeah yeah definitely and i uh, i wanted to kind of love her i guess and it's just there weren't there wasn't anything redeemable about her for me to actually enjoy except for to be you know the one you hate i guess yeah
0: it's like yeah she it at first it was like oh she's kind of pushing it a little bit like she's a little quirky and then it's like nope you went too far screw you yeah you're awful
1: she's very consistent about being awful she is (laughs)
0: Um, she forgets her shoes and you at first think it's like, oh, kind of, you know, dumb, but like endearing. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, like Ruth in just a seeking redemption at this point is trying to do as many nice little things as possible for everybody else. She's like, oh, I've got shoes you can borrow. <laughs> and then then everybody gets in the ring and this is one of those things that I can comment on. Is like Ruth and everybody are in the ring, and it's like, oh, it's really bouncy.
1: I've I've never been in a ring, so yeah, I don't know it, what it's like. It, it
0: is very bouncy, but then I love the fact that the other character points out, it's like, yeah, but it's also made out of wooden steel. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> so.
0: A good one. It's like yeah, it's super bouncy, it, but it hurts. <laughs> Believe me, it still hurts. And then Carmen takes a bump, and she proves why she's the best on this entire. I,
1: show. Yeah, I was just gonna say I love her so she's much. So, like
0: just the exuberance of just like being like super happy about like kind of everything. Yeah, and like being smart and rational about everything too. It's like oh you're great like you're the conscience of this show i yeah. kind of like the fact that you're doing that
1: yeah i i have a hard time finding many of the characters to be likable yeah. like they they all kind of i think focus on more negative traits of theirs and you kind of learn to embrace it i guess by the end it's like yeah. you kind of embrace all of that but she's just one from the beginning that she's just awesome you yeah just she's
0: awesome um uh, Ellen Wong uh, is she's like she doesn't have much to do but just the fact that she was Knives Chow.
1: I didn't know that until I heard you say that yeah. and I was like oh my god rewatching. Yep. I was like oh now I love her even more. Yeah exactly
0: <laughs> and then yeah so so she doesn't do much this episode but she's the one who recognizes Debbie. Yeah
1: yeah, She's
0: that's the right. one who's like oh yeah like hey, Ruth's friend you know she was a soap actress like she's you know she was on this show and and then that's when Sam pushing. sparks the idea of, oh, I have a star now
1: yeah pushing the the plot along a little yeah, <laughs> like it,
0: it pushes the plot along and uh but yeah sam goes he he shows up uh sam like kind of the fact that Melrose gets worse and worse over the course of this episode
1: makes me kind of like Sam
0: a little bit better.
1: I really like his character and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because you're just kind of outright, right? Like supposed to not really like him, but yeah. I, I find him to be really believable. And it's like, I know people like that and you just kind of love them, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like, like you like just is... kind of, he is what he is. He's not yeah, going to apologize. Yeah, but... It's just, that's who he is. And I just think there's something likable about that.
0: Yeah, it's the fact that, yes, he crosses that line all the time. But, like, he knows he's crossing the line. He doesn't care. Yeah. And there's kind of something endearing about that. Just he knows what he is. He knows he's kind of awful. But, hey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, whereas Melrose, I think, pushes those limits to... Provoke people and he's doing it because he has an agenda of his own, but it's yes. not it's like people are getting hurt You know in the crossfire of it all. It's not his intention. Yeah, I guess except as far as Ruth is concerned He doesn't really care too yeah, much about he hurting her, about her.
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, he goes and asks Asks everybody for as I wrote this down uh, so go out around and introduce yourselves uh, name special skills or hidden talents, favorite sex positions. It's like, okay. Um, Melrose, you know, uh, says she isn't boring. I love the fact that Sheila just says she has an acute sense of smell.
1: I love Sheila so much. She's
0: so fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we don't get nearly enough of her, like, throughout the series, but, like, every time she's on screen, she just like kind of steals the little scene she's in yeah. and just I even rewatching it it before this episode like he says oh you get points for that one she's like yeah. i like points <laughs>
1: yeah i like that line too <laughs> i i've known people like her too like that you know are you know they have this image in their head of who they are like whether it's big anime fans or whatever it is and it's like they are those characters in their mind and I thought she was very authentic at how she portrayed all of that. Like, I mean, they played it off as, as, you know, kind of a laugh for most of it. But they also got into it more than I thought they would. Yeah, they her, did. Like, they,
0: they, they reference it, like, later on. And we'll get into that, like, in later episodes. But, yeah, like, she she actually has depth. Yeah. Like, as a character. And it's nice to see that. Because from the pilot, you kind of think it's a, a one note. Oh, it's this you know lady dressed up as a wolf and then like you realize like oh there's actually some deeper stuff behind that that's actually kind of really interesting
1: yeah i really liked that and and so it is kind of like what you said when you rewatch it just her little lines i think mean more yeah you know because you realize that they they do have a really well-rounded character with all of them i mean they all kind of have those little lines and I mean, I don't know if they they didn't really get into it with all of them, but the the ones that they did, it, it just really helps when you rewatch it to know where their characters going and
0: yeah, yeah. And then so so Sam hatches this idea to get Debbie on the show, and so he goes into the locker room to steal Allison Freeze's uh, address book, um, and has a. An argument with Cherry, and this is when this episode gets a little more serious. Um, we find out like Cherry had like a miscarriage a couple years ago, and they, her and Sam hadn't talked since. And and of course Melrose overhears all this stuff, and you know, so this sets up things for later, and how she's awful.
1: What did they call it? A womb.
0: Um, it was like a womb boo boo or something like like that. Yeah, it was. I didn't write down the actual verbiage, but it's like, oh, that's he's like, oh, I was trying to, you know, like be sensitive. sensitive.
1: Like that's not being sensitive.
0: But I guess that's a a Sam trying to be sensitive (laughs) kind of moment.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good setup of who he is as a character. Like I'm being sensitive here in a really not sensitive way.
0: Yeah, and then we realized that, yeah, Cherry did possibly, well, she slept with Sam years ago.
1: Wait, what year is this supposed to take place? Uh, right this too? is
0: probably 85, probably, because, uh, okay. yeah, it would have been like 85. So seven, and they mentioned it was like 78
1: Yeah, that they, yep.
0: they had the threesome. So it's been a while since it happened, but... Yeah, because they never pinpoint exactly like what date, when this is taking place, weirdly enough, until the last episode.
1: Oh, did they mention they, them?
0: They actually give a date of when it takes place, and it is, yeah, like July, like summer of like 85.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> How that you say that it's yep. like, yeah I thought it was one of those things that I had just missed when I was watching my daughter yeah, well, it was like they, maybe they said it and I just missed yeah, it whatever they keep
0: it they keep it very vague like you yeah. know it's the 80s like there's some like there's a rocky reference in mm-hmm. this one so like you know it's past right rocky um, but the, the
1: dollar bills yeah the dollar, have.
0: the dollar bills are very different yeah um but yeah and so after after the uh, locker room uh which the one the one good thing about oh uh the locker room scene was sam puts cherry in charge of the training
1: that like i totally saw her point of view of being upset about that like that bothered me too like she wants to be you know in the ring doing stuff not training and i think they they handled the, that um, perspective of her character really well. Like, you know, showing that it's like, yeah, she's training, but she's not really happy about it being yeah, a trainer. Yeah, she's not
0: really happy about it. It's like she can she can impart this knowledge of, like, being a stunt woman and that kind of stuff, but she admits, like, fully admits, like, I don't know wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what I'm doing here. Why did you fire
1: Yeah, the yeah.
0: The, one, the one guy?
1: Um, I think that gave me anxiety a little bit. It's like, no, no, you had it all set up and now you're messing it all up. Yeah, you like, you no. had it all set up and <laughs> now there's conflict. <laughs>
0: there's conflict now and Cherry's gotta take more responsibility, which is like that's that's part of why I really I really like Cherry as a character. Yeah. Like especially like I love the fact that this episode takes place so early because then everything she does going on in the series, you see where she's coming from. Like, yeah, you see her sp- perspective.
1: Yep, yeah, they set her up really good right away.
0: Yeah, um, and the one, the one good line that Melrose did have earlier in this episode was uh, at, talking about Sam, who doesn't trust a man with a mustache full of coke.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. She. I, I like i really want to like her character but i don't <laughs> like she'll yeah, do things and it's like okay that was funny i like that and then it's like no you're annoying i don't yeah, like yeah, you it's like,
0: you're <laughs> awful yeah. um so then yeah sam finds finds the address and heads out and you know goes to debbie's house while she's Kind of being sad and watching the soap and breastfeeding.
1: She was watching herself, right? Wasn't she? she was was wa- she watching old she episodes was, uh, or was it new I episodes? Of like- I think it
0: was new episodes.
1: Okay. It was
0: somebody who it. They for sure looked like her.
1: Okay. It was like replacement. But yeah, it On was clearly show, like of- it
0: looked like a brunette version of her, or as okay. opposed to like her being blonde and it's like yeah, it's like oh great, that's probably her replacement. And, yeah. or yeah she could be even like i i i saw it as being sad and watching the soap that i used to be on mm-hmm. but it would be even sadder especially at that point like going back and watching old episodes yeah. of yourself it's like oh i was so good back then I'm like, no. my, my
1: glory days yeah.
0: and then her baby bites her
1: yeah i what really stood out to me about that scene was, I probably, you know, shouldn't have been looking at it, but the set was amazing. Like, you know, how, like the TV and I mean, just how, and all of the sets, I mean, they're very perfect for the time period yep. and all of it just i mean the hair is a very obvious thing i think it's like oh they have 80s hair you know yeah but all the little details in the background with like the sets and the furniture and the you know just everything back there i think really sells it to make it a very believable environment
0: yep even down to like like you said earlier like the the actual like actual time money and mm-hmm. Like, the 80s ketchup bottles and, like, mm-hmm. the props that are, you know, time period specific.
1: Um, the the shoulder pads. The shoulder
0: pads. Oh, <laughs> my God. There's so many shoulder pads. Uh, but, yeah. So, while, while Sam's trying to convince Debbie to join the show, uh, Cherry keeps training in everybody and starts training them how to do back bumps. And I just wrote in... My notes. Melrose is being awful. Uh, Yeah, Melrose is being awful. Cherry gets mad and just stone cold chokes her out. (laughs) And she deserved it.
1: Yeah. You know, even though I don't like her character, I actually did think that that was pretty hilarious. That, That whole scene. Like, I... I think I was busy and I didn't see her grab the ketchup bottle and I didn't okay. I didn't see the setup for it. Yeah. So at first I was kind of confused the, the first time I watched through and I was like wait did this really happen? Like I, know, I know. like I really I, was I, like wait well, what did I miss? I think
0: I missed cherry actually saying in the locker room that she had a miscarriage so like but i got oh. but i got it like from her reaction mm-hmm. and like oh my god did she like something happened to her earlier yeah, yeah. you know
1: they which, they sold that yeah, scene like they really, sold well. It
0: really well um and then debbie comes into the arena and she, she – well, earlier in the episode, she said, just like, she doesn't know what she's going to do about Mark and about all that other stuff. Um, and basically, Sam tells – is going through, every like, everybody's explanation about it, about the miscarriage incident. And <laughs> he wrote down, Melrose is being awful. Carmen's being rational. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that's pretty much a good description of this entire episode.
1: <laughs> I I really liked Sam's reaction to it too. Like he he saw it for the, you know, the shock value of how can we how can we sell yeah, this to the, make yeah, it work he for us? Like like immediately. Yep. And I don't know why, but I find that likable versus Melrose, who was just trying to hurt her directly without, I guess, an overall sense of helping everybody it was yeah. Just, just yeah being and, mean. and
0: he and he yeah because he comes back justine being dark and creepy uh as we're watching this yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah justine the kind of goth girl
1: i liked her character too i, I, liked, I liked her character yeah. a
0: lot too um because she seems like this the young naive like innocent one mm-hmm. but kind of with the a dark side, but it seems like it's not super dark, it's just like a little rebellious. Like yeah, the goth is te- more rebe- yeah, rebellious like, Yeah. Um and yeah, so she points like guess just ridiculous little lines here. Uh
1: oh the Guatemalan
0: Yeah, the Guatemalan the backstory, backstory for backstory the for the Miscarriage. That yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, that came out of nowhere and she totally sold that too. <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah so we we play out a scene and of course sam makes ruth the villain um because you know she can act uh and the scene i just wrote down this scene's messed up like like just kick her in the kick her in the stomach it's like (laughs) oh god this is really weird uh but then yeah we've got so, yeah, this scene plays out for, for a while and then we get kind of the aftermath of everything and uh, we get introduced to Cherry's husband, Keith.
1: He's really likable, too. He's really
0: likable. Yeah, it's like, I really oh, like him. Yeah, it's like, I really like him.
1: There, there are a lot of, I don't know, kind of roles that I think they write in some shows where you just kind of expect a character to be a certain way because they're just kind of this throwaway, like, okay, this is the girl's husband. We just got to give him a few lines. And they just, they don't do that. With all the even slightly minor characters, I get a big sense of they do have a full backstory. And even if they've only had a couple lines in that episode or even in this season... I have a sense of like the writers knew what these characters were and yeah. the actors knew like what these characters mm-hmm. were, even yeah, if they didn't get a chance to. Yeah.
0: Cause you could tell like there was, you could tell the connection between like him and Cherry mm-hmm. and kind of right away and how much they cared for each other and kind of supported each other. Cause like, I think they, they mentioned like he's a former like stunt man yeah. or whatever himself. Um, and when Cherry Sam does his few redeemable, you know, uh, things in this episode of he doubles Cherry's pay.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: um, it's like he. It's like no, you're an actress and the trainer. Like you're getting double. And she's like, "Oh, I, I'll I'll think about it," because she's still clearly, you know, taken in the entire day. And he's like, "Oh, baby." We, we got to remodel that kitchen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're
0: saying yes, right? We're, we got to remodel that kitchen.
1: Yeah. Like, and really? I, I think a lot of shows kind of fall into the drama of, like, you know, the husband's going to be jealous because, oh, she's going to be making this money and he's not the one making the money. And especially yeah. in like the set in the 80s, you know, yeah. that she shouldn't be the one working. And he's just like, you know, that's awesome. We can redo the kitchen. Yeah, it would be great. We can redo the
0: kitchen. It be great
1: and and his relationship with Sam too is i don't know like just this small little comment about your, you know car looks great and yeah. little little things like that i i don't know they just they all just seem so well fleshed out as yeah, characters yeah yeah it's like
0: especially yeah in and the fact that this is only episode 2 mm-hmm. it's like we're we're slowly building that core like we got you know a good sense of Like Ruth and Debbie in the first episode, and that got expanded upon. And then, like this episode, we get more of Sam and Cherry and Melrose. And I think going forward, we kind of get that same of just expanding because, like, next episode, we get introduced to uh, the producer.
1: Oh yeah, guy, and Mm -hmm. he
0: immediately just like, oh, (laughs) I. I know exactly where this guy's coming from.
1: Yeah, the the whole yuppie 80s vibe.
0: Yeah. Uh, but but
1: even with that, I mean there's depth to that character too. It's like they start on like kind of a stereotype and then they really build into it, yeah, which, which I really appreciate. Yeah, which yeah. is
0: which is funny considering like not to get into spoilers, but those of you that've seen the trailer like everything of this starts out with stereotypes mm-hmm. and then you expand upon it it's like oh yeah what what type of character no aren't those stereotypes like yes that's your type of character. yeah that's right yeah I forgot
1: about that.
0: <laughs> like oh great
1: yeah um
0: and then of course ruth at the at the end of the episode is uh kind of a little almost a little annoyed it's like why do i always have to be like cast why do you keep casting me as the bad guy like I get it. Like I I made a huge mistake, but why do I have to keep you know paying for it? Mm-hmm. And then this is weird. Like in writing it down, I realized Sam's almost kind of the bad guy and like the protagonist of like or antagonist of like this entire series mm-hmm. because he says. So I, I this is literally how I wrote it down. Uh. Sam gets the best one-liners. The devil gets the best lines.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like,
0: oh, because he says that to Ruth about He'd playing the villain. He just like, said it, yeah. The devil gets the best lines. And I'm like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so meta. You,
0: you're kind of the devil. Well, and I mean, the fact that the last... uh won't spoil anything about it, but the fact that the last line is called the money's in the chase and that's I in the wrestling business I have heard that (laughs) so many times that exact phrase that exact phrase that exact way Mm -hmm. um because it is like the money is it is in the hero you know Mm -hmm. finally conquering evil and yeah that's that's one of those one-liners that Sam gets and he gets them throughout the series, like, like the devil gets the best lines. He gets the best one-liners. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, any other like final thoughts uh, going into uh, the like after of this episode?
1: I, in general, like how horrible they are to Ruth. <laughs> Is that horrible? It's I. I don't usually ever like any characters that Allison Brie has done like i just find oh, them really? all really annoying and so to kind of and and i do actually like the ruth character for the most part and i think part of that comes from like all of this crap she's getting but like yeah. you know and then so you do start to feel bad cuz you realize it's like she did just make one mistake well two two mistakes, two mistakes yeah <laughs> but she really is like the best actress out of all of them and and, you know, that she just kind of tries to embrace it and go with the flow and she still gets crapped on all the time. It's like it, it really made me um appreciate her a lot more as an actress. So I don't know before if it was just her roles that, you know, the characters I didn't yeah. really like. Well, I mean and, Tr-
0: trudy and madman is uh-huh. just
1: Yeah. I mean, she did that role well. She
0: did, yeah. She did that ro- role really well, but that role is very one note and very yeah, annoying. Yeah,
1: and uh, I, I really didn't like her in Community either. I mean, she has moments, but she's—I didn't—I just didn't really like her in Community. Okay. So I don't know. Like, I, I really enjoyed seeing the range of her acting in this. Like yeah. to actually see what you know what she can do as an actress. So but it started coming from that place of I don't know if I really like her as an actress and so it's like okay I kind of like that they're being horrible to her and then later on it's like oh my god she's so amazing like I Mm -hmm. really do like her
0: yeah like I I liked her as an actress going into this but I just I wasn't sure if like she would be a good fit for this Mm -hmm. type of project and then like I don't see anybody else like playing that role
1: yeah yeah exactly i can't
0: see anyone but her um
1: i think she did a really good job of conveying all of her emotions for each different like you know like she's trying to be appreciative of this opportunity while having like the worst part of, of all of it and still make the most of it and um and she just she conveys all of those emotions really well so for this episode I don't know, and for you know a few of the future episodes i I do like to see how horrible they are, to yeah, her. but it it is just nice to see her react to all of that,
0: yeah yeah and and some of those reactions are actually like the title of this episode is slouch and submit
1: mm-hmm. which
0: or slouch dot submit, which is what Sheila is telling her <laughs> as as Debbie comes in, it's like no just be she's the alpha just
1: i, I missed just that the sl- first time yeah, and i saw it sl- and i'm like just slouched down just. i love that Sheila was helping her out yeah
0: and kind of screws it up she's like you're, she's the alpha you're the omega i'm like that's not how it goes um unless it's she's the alpha and then like the, the beta. beta yeah uh but it's like the omega is the end of everything
1: well maybe that's how horrible and down the line yeah, she maybe. is she's way at the bottom <laughs> Get, get all the way on last. the floor <laughs> plated
0: um but uh yeah so uh thank you for joining me on this episode Jill
1: Thank you for having me yeah. even though I don't know anything about wrestling It's okay
0: <laughs> I that's like that's why like I wanted as many different perspectives as possible and knowing the amount of shows that you do watch and the fact that they are similar to what I watch so like we have that in common Mm -hmm. but had the wrestling stuff as differentiations Mm -hmm. I figured this would end up being a good episode and it was yeah yeah so thank you